anybody else wants to come with me, this moment will be the moment of something real yeah. and fun, fun and inspiring. Fun. We will do it together. Hello and welcome to Cruising Together, the show that is real, fun, inspiring, and we will do it together. We're not only doing it together, Chris, we're doing it again, because this episode encore is an encore there nobody heard the first one. Yeah. Why is that? Let's explain. Well, first, let's explain what the show is and who we are. I am one of your co-hosts, Greg Schiegel. I'm your other co-host, Chris G. Russo. And on this show, we're watching all of Tom Cruise's movies. In chronological order. In chronological order and discussing them with guests. With very fantastic guests. Fantastic guests. And as a, as a preface for this one, this is one we're doing out of order because we're doing it again. We, things did not, we had de- technical difficulties First time around. Yeah, the audio file wasn't great. It wasn't anything we wanted to subject people to for an hour. It was plus. not. It was real, but it was not fun. Or it will. It, the recording was fun. Yeah. but the file was not fun. It was certainly nor not, was it inspiring. It was certainly not inspiring. So by 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 happenstance of chance and good fortune, one of the guests on that show is back. He's back, baby. So we should introduce him, and then we can really get to the, the bottom dollar of this. Our guest on this episode is, is should we say it together? We can do it together. Three, two, one. Stephen Mayer. Hello. There he is. Now, now for, for, folks, for folks paying attention, you may recall Stephen Mayer's wife was a very early guest on this show. Oh, yes. Carly Mayer was on the Outsiders episode, which I think was episode three, number three. My, yeah, because it was, it was the second movie. Third movie, after Taps. Oh. It was Endless Love, Taps. Yes. The Outsiders. Right. I was in the room for that recording. And in that the room. That was almost 10 months ago now. Yeah. But in the room for this recording is the aforementioned Carly Mayer. Perfect. She could, could no, no. the auxiliary mayor. The auxiliary mayor. Is Excellent. That, did we, did, is that that's something that came up? Stephen yeah. Stephen Mayer. The oh, oh, the auxiliary mayor. Auxiliary, like secondary. Well, nobody can hear you because you're not on the microphone right now. Right. So I kind of figured you two would be huddled next to each other. Yeah, like like so the microphone you, was a warm fire. So you didn't fire. need to pass it back and forth. I like felt Sonny and Cher. Yeah, like the Sonny end and Cher. Of, uh, yeah. yeah, Sonny was always sharing the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent joke. Thank you. So let's, get, let's talk about what happened the last time we tried this with the movie Vanilla Sky and put that behind us so we can move forward with this episode about the motion picture Vanilla Sky. With this, with this second step up to the plate. Yeah. So it all started... The, con- the whole thing started when Steven made an awesome joke. Well, first of all, I wanted to be on first the of da- all, Days of Thunder episode. That's true. And then when I was denied Days of Thunder... It's all timing. All I could think about was some gag to get me onto another episode. And what came up 
was because when you play the clip of the origin of the show with you talking with Jason Howard, he suggested the name Cruise Control for an episode title. Right. And I thought that was a better name than Cruising Together. Well, so I th- was like, first of all, first, first of all, you're wrong, <laughs> but continue. So I came up with the idea that me and my friends, Jay Ewing and Adam Orchakowski would come on the show representing our own show, Cruise Control, C-R-U-Z, where we would have been talking about the filmography of Penelope Cruz, and it just so happened to work out that we were both on Vanilla Sky at the same time. The conceit was that in the order of our shows, it just so happened that we were crossing over with that episode. Because Tom Cruise and Penelope Cruz both star in Vanilla Sky. Right. So we all got together with a big group of us. We recorded this show. Uh, it was insane, as memory serves. This was like two months ago that we did this, as of this recording. A lot of characters on that show. It seems like a lot longer of guests. Than Literal stars. and figurative. Yes. And I, wanna, I actually want to give a special tip of the hat to Adam, who, if man anybody of, man was... Man of a million voices. Man of a million voices. If anyone was thrown <laughs> into, the, into the fire, it was Adam, and he uh, was tremendous. I'm going to try to at least pull one clip of Adam and play it maybe at the end of the show or during the commercial break because uh, we put him through the ringer and he, uh, he stepped up. Oh, he gamely. sure did. So first, thank you to those guys and also apology to those guys. Thanks, because, fellows. Because that episode uh, will probably never be heard. Thanks, fellows. And Sorry. <laughs> Chris is using his his soundboard, which is a exciting question mark. We'll find out. So, that having been said, we're back in the saddle. We are removing all conceits, and we're playing this like we would a classic episode of Cruising Together. Ah, oh, yeah. So, <laughs> if it's okay with everybody, I think we should. Kind of start from scratch, start fresh. That's okay. That I support that one hundred percent. Let's and, go and get this show going the way we want to get it going. Let's do it. Hold on, let me get the theme song queued up again. All right, here we go. Anybody else Liam. wants to come with so, me? This moment well, will be the moment of something good and special. Fun. And we will do it together. Hello and welcome to Cruising Together, the show that is real, fun, and inspiring. And we will do it together again. Together again, like old friends bookends. We're talking about a movie today called Vanilla Sky. Deja Vu. Deja Vu, Vanilla Sky. We're joined by two guests, one in first position. Oh, hold on a second. <laughs> what? Was all that stuff we just did not going to... Oh, no. That'll be in there. Okay. <laughs> all right. Hold on. Let's introduce our guests. Oh, wait. First, let's introduce ourselves. My oh, name is... Geez. I'm one of your co-hosts, Greg I'm Schiegel. Chris Jeruso. Yeah. We're, we're, and on this show, we're talking about Tom Cruise movies in order, chronologically. And the movie today is Vanilla Sky. And we have two special guests... In first position, Stephen Mayer. Hello. 
if Stephen if Stephen is riding the motorcycle in the sidecar, is past guest and first returning guest in a fashion, Carly Mayer. Honored to be here. In fact, I must say one of the coolest motorcycles I've ever seen is when this giant shaggy dog was riding in the sidecar of a motorcycle like down the highway. That dog looked like he was having a lot of fun. So I'm honored to be here. Worth it. <laughs> All right. So uh, those are our guests. We're talking about Vanilla Sky. And in past episodes... We usually get started. Well, first, let's talk to our guests a little bit, although we already did that. So let's. (laughs) Deja vu. In most episodes, by this point, we would be going into our round robin plot recap. Round robin plot recap. But we're going to we haven't seen this movie. It's been a while. It's it's been a while since we've all sat and actually talked about. Yeah, I can't. So I so I suggested maybe we just kind of like together try to piece together the fragmented memories well, what's also good is Carly has not seen this movie in six years. So we're going to help her out by recapping this movie. Okay. Just by talking about what happens. Let's just talk. Let's just talk it through. How do you feel about that, Steven? Let's do it. All right. So here's what I remember. And you guys correct me as we play along. Okay. What is Vanilla Sky about? You can, you'll, be, you'll be the lead dog. And we'll try and do this efficiently and succinctly. So Tom Cruise plays a guy named David, whose last name I can't remember. And he's got everything. He's got the looks. He's got the money. He's got a business that he's a publishing company. He's got the world on a string. He's got the world on a string. He's got the lady. He's sitting on a rainbow. <laughs> he's got that string around his finger. But he's, he's, he, uh, he works, works he, for a publishing company. He owns the publishing company. Owns it. But yeah. he did he, not build the publishing company. No, his dad. It was left to him by yes. his dad. So... But, and he also has this lady that he's uh, making it with. She is something. Named Julie Gianni, played by Cameron Diaz. She's so good, she, she's so good looking, she looks like Cameron Diaz. <laughs> yeah. A classic Italian beauty. A classic Italian beauty. Cameron Diaz. Blonde haired, blue eyed. Again. Natural possible. Italian looks. It's possible her mother was blonde, her father was Italian. Takes her father's name. Maybe she's adopted. Nobody looks at me and says, that guy's Italian. Yeah. So... so and, that, and, and that's were, a guy's what that's the guy that's a guy can i pull it back and ask what nationality do we think tom cruise is american <laughs> native american well let's no, examine his native. name his name his full name his full name as we all know thomas cruise maypother 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 lay java maypother that's right exactly <laughs> <laughs> We must have done that. We've, joke we've definitely done that. Um, so, what, what kind of a name is Maypother? That sounds uh, British. It's like sounds fancy. It's like the Mayflower. Yeah, it's right it is there. Like the Mayflower. Yeah. So then he's probably uh, Mayflower. He's, he's puritanical, European. He's probably yeah Mayflowerese. I would guess his nationality is European. Right, Dutch. Maybe Dutch. Dutch settlers. That's a thing. Yeah. Okay. I, I buy that. All right. Dutch settlers. Uh, so he's got this lady, and they've got they've got a, a thing going on, good enough that she uh, felt good four times in one night. Yeah, <laughs> they're uh, friends with benefits, though. Yeah, friends with Bennies. And Tom Cruise also has a buddy played by Jason Lee. I think his name is Brian something, but I could be wrong. And he describes this uh, Julie Gianni Gianni as his dream girl. Yeah, he's he's jealous. 
Or he's envious of he's his envious. friends. Yeah. He's like, yes. man, that's my dream girl, bro. Yeah. He's like, oh, man, you got everything. So then Tom Cruise's character, David, has a birthday party at his fabulous apartment loft situation. Yep. In New York City. Jason Lee shows up. Jason Lee shows up with, what was her name again? Sophia. Sophia, played by Penelope Cruz. <laughs> and she's so good looking. She looks like Penelope Cruz. <laughs> She's so attractive. She's as attractive as Cameron Diaz. And and it becomes a case of she is very much the, what has been coined, a, almost a manic pixie dream girl type. Like She's full of life and verve. In Spanish, well, please. Manic pixie dream girl. <laughs> David is instantly. Oh, the two of them are like. Yes. You got a, do you have an electricity sound effect on that? There. Let, me, let me take a look. For real, like, electric sparks? Oh, here we go. Here's, an, here's as close as I can get. All right. Perfect. So Their they, lives were changed when they saw each other. That's what that sound was. And Jason Lee is like, but I brought this girl. Like, what? Man, Tom Cruise gets everything. It's, 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 it's like, it's way over the top how instantly into each other, transfixed. They can't look away from each other. Meanwhile, Cameron Diaz, Julie Giuliani, yeah. Julie... Yeah, Julie Giuliani <laughs> shows up, and Tom Cruise is uh, well, yeah, this bit, is a little bit unnerved by this because he did not invite her. Yeah, this is where they start purpose. to reveal, like, oh, she might be a little uh, touched. Well, she's just not. She's not getting the point. They're they're friends with Benny's, but she wants to be more than that. She like likes him. Yeah, she, she like likes he him. only likes her, but she like likes him. Right, and he like likes. Penelope Cruz, Sophia, and so much so he like likes her at first sight. Sight, yeah, at first, exactly. <laughs> that they hang out all night. They don't even kiss or nothing. Yeah, they're just getting along famously. But Julie Gianni is there in the morning, and she's like, "Oh, what's up? Get in the car." He does, and she crashes the car off a bridge. Fate to black. Right. Yep. Yeah, and then and then when it unfades, it away. when it unfades, Tom Cruise has half jacked up face. Well, I don't. Is it? Ha- I mean, his face is his face is jacked. This is the movie he had his face jacked yeah. for. Half well, of this his face. is like this half is his where, face. Yeah, this is where you get into. Was it jacked, or well, is it like spoiler yeah. alert? Okay, yeah. at full jacked in this movie, it's only half of his face. So half of it is still handsome Tom Cruise face. But the other half is jacked face. Inquiry here. Okay, That's so what I mean by half jacked. Right. Can we define the word jacked? Because I've heard jacked and I've heard back jacked. And that was to refer to abdomens. So no. He... Abdomens? What? Like like muscles. What does jacked no. mean? Okay. Like ugly? We'll explain. So Tom Cruise is such a good actor that he gets into his parts completely. So when he was making Vanilla Sky, in order to perform a character with a jacked face, he had his face jacked. But what Carly is... Um, it's a homonym. It's a word that means two things. Yeah. Because, That's not really a homonym. <laughs> because she, she's used to dealing with Stephen. Right, who's jacked to the nines. Who, who goes to, does, does the CrossFit. Yeah, he's him, jacked to him the nines. Putting up big numbers. What's that? Putting up big numbers. Yeah, jacked to the nines. Yeah. Nine is a pretty big number. <laughs> and it's like one short of ten. And as we've established in previous episodes of Cruising Together, Tom Cruise... Routinely gets himself into very good shape. Tremendous shape. He is also shirtless in this movie. Is he jacked? Of course he's jacked. Okay. Maybe not to the nines. 
Yeah. You would be the guy to tell me if he's jacked to the nines? So so his body is Always jacked, jacked to the nines. So his body being his jacked is a good thing, but your face being jacked is, is not jack- a good thing. Is whack. That is when we come into homonym territory. I don't even know if homonym, because they're spelled the same. That is when we come into... Words that mean two different things. What do you call that? Well, okay, for example, the word yo-yo, right? Right. It's a toy. Uh-huh. It's on a string, like the world. Uh-huh. But it also means... Something just goes up and down. Your weight can yo-yo. It's a verb. It also means it's a noun. It also means like yo-yo, man. It also means yo-yo, man. It's a greeting. It also means somebody's crazy. That guy's a yo-yo. I've never heard that. I've heard of <laughs> Yahoo. No, no, Chris, no. <laughs> <laughs> so Jack can mean somebody's ripped to shreds, like Bruce Lee or The Rock, or it can mean. That's jacked. That is jacked up. Like ruined, destroyed, yeah, right. messed up. Right. I'm going I'm to jack you up. Yeah, exactly. As Mr. T said famously in Rocky Three, I'm going to jack you up. <laughs> Which is different than uh, like lifting a car up to change the tire. You would jack up a car, right? That's a thing? That is a thing. Yeah. So jack, can be, jack is also somebody's name. A thank you. <laughs> jack fell down, broke his crown. Much like Tom Cruise's character, David, jacked broke his, his count. His Jack, crown. Jack fell down, the, jacked his crown. Exactly. We've just rewritten. You just rewritten a history. classic. We've yeah. just rewritten. You just history. updated it for uh, the 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 two thousands. Oh, we're in the twenty teens now, well, my man. Well, okay, twenty teens. Yeah, still starts. Still. Yeah, but if it was twenty fifteen, still starts with two thousand. Yeah, but that would be like saying like, hey, it's nineteen nineties or not nineteen. You'd be like, it's the nineteen hundreds. You know, nineteen ninety six. I was going to say for this modern '90s world. Well, that's tr- that's always that'll never not be true. Like living single, like living single, like this is dating this show. But like Archie is going to be updated to the '90s in that's the right. new Archie number one tomorrow, and he's going to be jacked to the nines. Well, tomorrow for anybody listening yes. is like two months ago. Yes, because this show is coming out in August at the earliest. Anyhow, he's His got a jacked. He's got a jacked is- face. Mangled up. Oh, so to further answer the question, backjacked means to get your face fixed so it is no longer jacked. And the Tom specialist did for that repaired. is Jack Jackson. No, Jack Jackson jacked up okay. Tom Cruise's face with jacks. Okay. Yeah. That's how with he the, got with the toy jacks. Yeah, yeah, toy jacks, yeah. which is another jack. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so. Tom Cruise with a jacked face, or rather David with a jacked face, is now in prison, accused of murder. He's talking to a therapist played by, uh, what's that guy's name? Kurt Russell. Kurt mm-hmm. Russell. And what's that, Carly? His name's McCabe. His name is McCabe. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Kurt that's, Russell is playing uh, McCabe. That's a lady who seen the movie eight years ago. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we can't remember the actor's name, or I can't, and she knows the character's name. Yeah, I was going to say it was William Hurt for some reason. That's why I was oh, picturing Billy sitting there. Billy Hurt. Yeah. It was not William Hurt. No. Uh, and then the movie proceeds to tell this tale of David with his jacked face, sort of spiraling, and his relationship with Penelope Cruz and his relationship with Jason Lee. We're seeing a lot of flash a lot of flashbacks, flashbacks flash forwards to the present story. The therapist is like, "Hey, what did you do it? Who was this? Who was that?" And then it all starts to turn into a big scramble. Yeah. When well, some- the the 
board of the publishing company that he works for that never thought he should have been in charge anyway is trying to take the company from him as well. Now, how relevant is that to the actual full story of this movie? Because it's part of him being paranoid. But he thinks rel- they're I mean, he thinks they're out to get him. It's one of the it's one of the things he thinks they're pulling the strings. But they introduce that con- it really doesn't it's all about the relationships between him and his and Well, his, it comes into when he's doubting his reality like like well, how am I in prison? Yeah. It's because of those guys. That's when it becomes a big scramble. Scramble he's eggs. Like, I didn't kill anybody. And like, but somebody's dead. And then it turns out there's a guy, the guy from Shine, whose name I can't think of. Jeffrey Rush? Not Jeffrey Rush. The young Shine. <laughs> Rush Rush. No, Jeffrey Rush was old Shine. And then there was young Shine. He's the guy that cuts off what's-his-nuts-his hands in Game of Thrones. David Healthgart? I think that's it. Is that the... That's well, I think it's the character. David Healthgart? Yes. Oh, that's the Shine character. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're right. Oh, Noah Taylor? Noah Taylor. Thank okay. you. Noah Taylor shows up, and he's like, oh, I'm a... Uh, 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 what do you call it when they fix your computer? IT. Tech support. Tech support. Yeah. That's it. Oh, yeah. yes. And, and David's like, what are, you ta- what are you even talking about? And it sort of goes into Matrix territory. He's like, you can, you can get everybody to shut up if you, if you just tell them to shut up. And then, let's, let's just, we'll run through this quickly. You find out that... After that accident, like David was sent into some sort of suspended animation situation where he was reliving a dream over uh, and over again. Spoilers. Oh, yeah. Spoilers. He's reliving this dream over and over again. And in the dream, but the dream's getting like corrupted. And that's why he's killing somebody, but it, it flashes between being Julie Gianni and Sophia. And yes. Then, at some point, his, the fantasy memory that he had implanted was a life lived post accident face backjacked right to to full handsome yeah living his life out with Penelope Cruz right but something Sophia. the file was corrupted or something but then his memory his memories start going through are you seeing scenes of that life play out when suddenly instead of Sophia walking into the room it's Cameron Diaz walking into the room yeah Julie Gianni that's the scramble gg yeah. that'd be a gg not a jj <laughs> yeah Sure. No, Julie is a, G, a J, so it'd be a JG. It doesn't matter. Well, you can Italians often spell. Well, I don't know often, but we'll spell Julie with a G. With a G. You are the most Italian of all of us. I am. So it all ends. Even though I don't look like one. The whole movie ends with David up on the roof of a building, with tech support Noah Taylor, and McCabe Kirk Russell, and. Sophia, Penelope Cruz, and David is given a choice to go back into the dream or come out of the dream in the year 20 blah 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 Because it is way future. Or the year 3000-something, I don't remember. And he even says, hey, you're so far in the future now, we do have the technology to backjack your right. face for real. Right. And Which then, the whole ending is is very total recall. Or the at least is my the biggest new total pr- is, is recall. a big problem with this movie. Oh, hold on, Carly. Is this before or after nine eleven? Before. Yeah. Are you sure? I'm almost positive. It was like ninety seven, right? Something like that. Was ninety seven before nine eleven? <laughs> <laughs> I believe. Well, I mean, you said you would never on. forget. Hold Chris. on. Every year has a nine eleven. So technically, it depends it's which 9-11 you're talking about. No, it was it was 2001. 
I don't but know what month before or after. I don't know. I think it was before. I think it was before. It's a very fall movie, though. Uh, it's interesting how our memories are playing tricks on us regarding Indeed. the timeline here. So the movie ends where David just jumps off this roof, falls, and the last thing we see is like his eyes open up, right? With Sophia saying, open your eyes. Right, which is how the movie starts. After. After. What you, when did it come out? December 14th, 2001. There is somebody in my family whose birthday is December 14th. Thank you very much. I won't name names. I don't want anybody stealing their identity. <laughs> you know, you reveal too much. Identities get stealed. So that's the movie. Uh, how did I think we did all right remembering yeah. quite a bit of this movie. Pretty good. I think we undersold Tom Cruise's Jack's performance. I thought you were going to say... I thought you were going to say we undersold the importance of the board of nine old men. <laughs> Steven's favorite part of the movie. Yeah. The, the, what do they call them? The seven dwarves? It was seven, oh, yeah. Nine old men are the animators who worked on yeah. the Snow White and <laughs> the seven dwarves. Did he call them the seven dwarves? I think something? so. Yeah. That doesn't sound right because they weren't short or anything. I think all old people are sort of short. <laughs> Especially to Tom Cruise who comes in at a whopping 5'7". Depending, were they on, 12 depending angry on the men. size of his lips. Were they 12 angry men? I think there were seven dwarves. I don't think there's 12 people on a magazine board. See, this is what happens when we uh, haven't seen it in over two months. At the least. And, and since then, we've seen several other movies. All starring Tom Cruise. That's, at this point, that's pretty much all I do. Enough to scramble our memories. <laughs> yeah. Which character was he even? Hey, tech support. Um... Where are you? Yeah. Kurt Russell. Little help, McCabe. Are, you're not even real. Or are they? Hashtag Rushmore. Thank you. So what did you like so much about those seven dwarves, Stephen? They just they just had a handle on everything. They were trying to keep the trains running on time. I appreciated that. That's like a hot button phrase, trains running on time. Well, sure, here in New York City. <laughs> here in here in my mind. Yeah. Where they have trains. That's right. Subterranean trains. They call those subways. And uh, elevated trains. Trains trains that run over the the ground. Over under. Over under. Hold on. Carly's got a comment. Now, I know this is kind of coming out of nowhere, but I I, I looked up. Everything on on this show has to be like on the. the, Right on the. Like nailing it right on the nail head. Yeah, the nail head. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to Google his uh, jacked face, and then Wikipedia came up, and they were talking about the end here. Um, so it says that Cameron Crowe said there were five interpretations of the end. So you want me to read the five? Read the first five words of each one of those interpretations. <laughs> Hundred and fifty—is that—is that one word? A number okay. is one word. Yeah. Hundred and fifty years have passed since Ames. Okay. Next. <laughs> That's David Ames. Thank you. Question wow. answered. This is very informative. <laughs> yeah. Next. The entire film is a dream. Evidence. The entire film is a dream. That's six words. Oh, sh- sh- <laughs> take back the word evidence. No. The entire film is a dream. <laughs> is a is one word. <laughs> okay. Next. The Events following the crash form. Okay. Great. The entire film is the plot. Okay. Perfect. What? (laughs) 
Are you just trying to form word salad? <laughs> Everything is word salad. After the crash is a hallucination. I think that I think all those theories are pretty sound. <laughs> <laughs> and I appreciate knowing the first five words of each one of them. Yeah, no problem, no problem. Do you want to read the last five words of each one? Yeah, well, they're not very long. They're only like a pe- like each one's like a sentence. They're more than ten words. <laughs> so the one that was 150 years have passed is since he killed himself, and subsequent events have formed a lucid dream. Oh, stop trying to count words. I'm trying to count words. <laughs> okay, this one's short. I think that first one is the actual premise of the movie. That's a lucid dream. Yeah. So that's not much of a theory when it's like, no, hey, it's, here's what the movie's yeah, about. Yeah. I mean, this is like crowdsourced information. Always the best kind of information. Yeah, Um, The entire film is a dream, which is evidenced by the sticker on his car that reads 2301. Fart noise. noise. February 30th is not a real date. Fart noise. (laughs) Next. (laughs) 2301 is not a real date. Yeah. And therefore it could never be an actual license plate. Because every number, every number refers to a date. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. (laughs) Like, look at my license plate. Yes. (laughs) I have a license plate on my wall. That is totally a date. IXB99U. That That can't exist. We're living in a dream. That was a good year. Great year. Um, The events following the crash form a dream that occurs while Ames is in a coma. In a state of coma. (laughs) Sure. It's not a coma. At all. The entire film is the plot of the book that Brian is writing. Who the hell is Brian? Brian is Jason Lee's character, who's oh. a writer, who's writing a book. So he's like pretty much the Chasing Amy character, but in this movie. Uh, Chasing Amy, I believe, is an inker. Well, but I'm just saying he's like the creative friend who's like second fiddle. Who wants to he's play He's definitely fiddle, second you know fiddle. Mean? <laughs> okay. Fidelio. <laughs> Fidelio. <laughs> Hashtag eyes wide shut. <laughs> The entire film after the crash is a hallucination caused by the drugs that were administ- administered during Ames's reconstructive surgery. Reach. <laughs> Jack Reacher. That's another. Hashtag yeah, Reacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring it back. We have right. a, it's, it's a scramble. Like we're mixing up all of Tom Cruise's characters the same way Penelope Cruz and... Cameron Diaz. There you go. Stuck the landing like Mary Lou Rettens. Uh, let's unscramble everything. Take a- All right, let's take a break. Unscramble. We'll be right back. We're taking a break. Wait, what? It's like we're calling tech support. Yeah. What? Uh. Uh. So is it a dream? We're taking calling tech support because we had a little bit of technical difficulties. This is a. Are we in a dream? Or was this the... What's happening? Is my face jacked? Is it back jacked? Your face is looking fine from here. Thanks, pal. So is yours. No, it isn't. Shut up. No, it isn't. We've got faces for podcasting. Faces made for podcasting. That is true. We're taking a break as we typically do on our shows to give you the news and information you need. Like, for example, this show and all past episodes are available at hatterentertainment.com slash cruisin. H-A-T-T-E-R entertainment.com slash cruisin. Where else can you get them? Am I keeping you up, buddy? Yeah. Or are you falling into a vanilla sky dream? Is that what's happening? Uh, hey, Chris. Open your eyes. This is real? Hey, Chris. Open your eyes. I think I think the listeners can tell my eyes are open. 
Open your eyes. Okay. Opened. Also on that website, you can email us through the website or at cruising at hatterentertainment.com. You can also uh, follow us on Twitter. At Cruisin Show. That's the one. The show is also on iTunes, where we like people to leave reviews and comments. So rate the show five stars and say something. Anything. Like what? Uh, like vanilla. Well, no, that would not... Actually, that would... Because then people would be like, oh, this show's just vanilla? Okay. Chocolate. There you go. Write chocolate. Chocolate scab. Or write real, fun, inspiring. Any of those words. We love that. We love when we see that. And we've seen that. Uh, let's plug, for the sake of our guest, Stephen. Acme Comics. Acme Comics. A fine store in Greensboro, North Carolina. Stephen's like the Acme Comics boss. He is, at the very least, one of the Acme, Com- Acme Comics bosses. That place is full of bosses. Well, is it bosses because they're all in charge or because they're just so boss? Both. Both. Double boss. Triple boss. Trip boss. Triple boss lyrical hoss. Is that a line from something? Yep. From what? Uh, from this this break that we're taking oh, right now. Oh, fantastic. So it's an original freestyle line. Acme Comics is a great comic book store in Greensboro, North Carolina. You can visit them online at acmecomics.com. You can find them on Twitter at Acme Comics. You can find them on Tumblr and Instagram and Facebook. That's true. Tumblr and Instagram, they're Acme Comics. On Facebook, they're Acme Greensboro. Acme Greensboro? Yeah. Why? Because that's where they are. They're in Acme Greensboro? Or Acme's in Greensboro? Acme's in Greensboro. I get it now. It makes sense. Yeah. And then Stephen and his crew at Acme Comics, they do a podcast called the Acme Cast, and you can hear that via the Acme Wave Projector at acmewaveprojector.com. They project waves. Acme waves. Audio waves. Yeah. Sign waves. Also on this episode was Stephen's wife, Carly, and you can hear her on our previous episode, number three, about the movie The Outsiders. And as you know, you can find that at the website that we mentioned earlier. HatterEntertainment.com slash cruising. HatterEntertainment.com slash cruising. Speaking of, that's also my website, HatterEntertainment.com. That's where you can find things about me, and it'll link you to my book site. PixComic.com, P-A-X-C-O-M-I-C, where if you enter the coupon code, if you enter the coupon code, cruising, do I get some kind of deal? 15% off. With a coupon. With the coupon code. What do you got, Chris? ChrisGComics.com. That's where you can get graphic novels, comics, web comics, animation, Video games. And your sketch video games. Sketch cards. Right? A lot of Del Rey. What? Say it again? And your video games. You can get it all at ChrisGComics.com. Yes. Uh, we mentioned earlier in this episode that this was actually a re-record of a failed record. Uh, we're going we're gonna to slot in a clip from that episode just so you can hear it and just give a little credit to the, to the fellas that joined us. It was a shame that the audio problems prevented us from sharing and, it and you will hear those audio problems right now uh and then uh we'll go right from that into the return to the show right correct all right so enjoy this clip 
and uh, we'll see you on the other side. Actually, we won't, except we will. We'll always see you again. Right. I get the impression Adam's an expert voice manipulator. Mm-hmm. So he probably called just using one of his many voices, pretending to be Dewey Cheatham and Howe. That's very likely. To book himself on your show. That explains a lot because I get these phone calls all the time. And I don't know usually what it is. So it's probably just Adam. Yeah. Adam, can you give us at least one of your other voices? Uh, this is uh, Dewey from uh, Dewey Cheatham Hall. Is that what you heard? That's exactly it. Yeah, Adam, you, you, I'm really upset here. You've been suckered, Jay. That would explain, like, you know, one time this uh, guy called and he said he was a Nigerian prince and I sent him all this money. Wait, he got a phone call, not an email? Yeah, no, it was a phone call. Wow, you're doing it on a whole other level. Adam, t- uh, can you do the voice that fooled uh, Jay into thinking you were a Nigerian prince? Hello, I am a prince. I mean, how could I get you not it. think I get it. that that guy is going to give you millions of dollars if you only send like a thousand now so that you can get his sister out of prison or something like that? We're back, ready for round two. Open your eyes. Live our whole lives without any real adventure to call our own. What is any life if not the pursuit of a dream? They're all waiting for you. Courtney Love called to see if you got her email. And the apartment still needs a decision on the color of the letters for the bikini issue. David, which one? He's got everything. Shot publisher. Hey, honey, I'll call you later. When? Don't say soon. I hate it when you say soon. Soon! <laughs> <laughs> you slept with Julie Gianni again, didn't you? Julie's friend. Sometimes we sleep together. You can do whatever you want with your life, but one day you'll know what love truly is. Little did he know that'd be like the next day. Yeah. <laughs> to what do I owe this pleasure? The pleasure of Sophia. I would spend the rest of my life with that girl, man. I am not going in there. Oh, yeah. Good night. Such adorable charm. This song can make any trailer sound uplifting. Yeah. How much for? One kiss. That smile is gonna be the end. You know, Peter Gabriel used to be a Genesis. Used to sing in it. David Ames. You're following me. Before. I just felt that. What's his name? Phil Collins. Phil Collins stepped up. Stop caring, David. Uh oh. This is. Slow down, Julie. When you sleep with someone, your body makes a promise whether you do or not. Do you believe in God? Uh, uh, do you believe in God? Do you believe... Yes. How fast do you think they were going through Central Park there? Probably 80,000 miles an hour. Yeah. 88 miles per hour to cross over back to the future. charged with murder. There is no murder. This trailer can make any movie sound like it's a club. This music, not this trailer. Sure. Forget oh, yeah, everything you know. About. Square. So, people listening, they're just showing a bunch of clips from the movie. Like they would in any trailer. 
Oh, gunshot just went off. There you go. Trailer for Vanilla Sky. This was before Almost Famous? Yes. Immediately before it? Uh, I don't know how immediate, but it was certainly before it. Yeah. Was there a turn to form for Cam and Crow on Almost Famous? I guess. Uh, I don't know. What's the form? What's Cameron Crow form? Not Vanilla Sky. Vanilla Sky is like You're more like Elizabeth Town. Hold on, is this like is this a different version of Eating Crow? As we're discussing Cameron Crow. Yes. It's a different. It's like a special version. Oh yeah. This ain't no disco. It's a different special no version of. Special version of Eating Crow. A special version. (laughs) It's a transformed version of Eating Crow. We're not playing the regular version. Now we're just going to talk about Cameron Crow for a The regular version is Russell Crow. This time we're talking about Cameron Crow. So, what is form for Cameron Crow according to you? Wait, Carly had a question about Cameron Crow? No, she doesn't. She's, She's giving us the wave off. Say anything. Okay. He also wrote Fast Times at Ridgemont High. He did. Almost Directed famous. Directed by Penelope Spheris. Yes. And Jerry Maguire. Almost famous in Jerry Maguire. There's nothing like cerebral and trippy about. But about it's still, any a, it's of still those. A, a love story at its heart. Pun intended. And mm. I heard a rumor. I heard a rumor that Vanilla Sky was based on a movie. It was already made. Abrelosos. Hey, Dios mío. And I wish I knew the name of it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was in Spanish language movie. I will say, Camera Crow, and, and this is serious talk. I know it's not silly. But Would you say this is some serious? This is some serious. This is some serious. Is Hold some on. This is some serious. Serioso. Brace yourselves for some serious. Okay, let's hear it. Some serious. Well, all of those movies that you just named are kind of like pictures of a time, usually like music based. So, I mean, would you say this is kind of like early 2000s about, I don't know. That was some serious. (laughs) I think this is, they saw this movie. Hold on. Can we confirm that that was some serious? I got, I got some music to confirm it. (laughs) Please do. That's some serious. That's Pee's big adventure music, right? Yes. Okay. That's some I serious. I mean, it, it was a song that existed before that movie. You sure about that? Yes. Is that Powerhouse? No. It is. It, well, according to my soundboard, it's called Saber Dance. <laughs> Saber Dance? Yeah. Like lightsabers. Last scene in Star Wars, <laughs> which I believe... That song was originally used. Predated Pee Wee's Big Adventure. That's true. Point taken. Although, is it really? It was a dance because Obi Wan Kenobi just like stands up and he's like, "Yeah, just go ahead and kill me." Well, first he says, "Darth Vader may have this dance." (laughs) (laughs) They dance around. They dance around, and then Darth Vader says, "You can kill me now." They hold. They hold their lightsabers with two hands. Two hands, like two old men, right? Barely. There's no one-handed like. No, that's that's for the kids. That's a youthful that's youthful exuberance. Yeah, because they know. Because it is Darth Vader can't do it until the movie after that, when this, he gets younger. 
Is this before or after he says, "Am I your daddy?" <laughs> this is before he yeah, says, "Am, before I, he says, am, am I, I your daddy?" daddy. But that's and the what lesson. does he do? That's the lesson is those guys know that a hand could get cut off at any second. So hold on to that lightsaber with two hands. With both of them. That yeah. way, that w- both of them can get lost at the same time. Well, that way, no, that way no hand is loose to get cut off. They're always right behind that saber. I think that's why Darth Vader stopped doing it in Empire Strikes Back. Oh, so he didn't want to lose two hands? Yeah. Or was he just mirroring... Two-hand Luke. Yeah, single-handed Luke going like, beep, 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 boop. Oh, wait, no, because Darth Vader is one-handed and Luke is still going... He's still double-fisting that thing. Luke is getting his ass handed to him. <laughs> he sure is. And and Vader is one-handing it. And that concludes, this is some serious. Yes, this is some... <laughs> so this is, this is Tom Cruise's second collabo with Cameron Crowe. Which one's better? Maguire or Sky? It's like comparing. It's like comparing Jerry Maguire to Vanilla Sky. It's like comparing bananas to peaches. I, I like take peaches, peaches in that category. Yeah, <laughs> right, but the, it's, peaches are better. Although, but, but it's not like picking. It's okay. It's like it's not like it's not like comparing an apple to a different apple. No, it's like peaches are like butts, and then bananas are like dongs. I choose butts. <laughs> well, what's like Steven said? Butts is a better chance as a lady attached to it. This this is not a typical Cameron Crow movie. For me, for me, I'm saying for me. Sure, not for everybody. For me, wouldn't want anyone to misconstrue. What did she just say? Give her the microphone. Oh, I know what she said. Forget it. <laughs> Getting into st- sticky wickets. <laughs> Uh, so you're okay. You still can't pick which movie you like more. You have to have the exact comparisons. All right, I'm gonna. Say, I, I like, like to say, you okay. Have to compare Raiders of the Lost Ark with uh, okay. That, this is that this is Alan Quartermain movie. This is Cruz controlling it a bit. But if I could have Penelope Cruz, hold on. Let's just go into Should it. Should we just All do right. cruise control inside Launch. of cruising together or and, eating crow? Yes. Yeah, so and while you're queuing that up, I'm gonna say I like Vanilla Sky better. This is a story about control. And this time I'm going to do it my way. Do it your way, Stephen. All right. You got to start. If I had my druthers, I would want to give you your druthers. Penelope Cruz out of Vanilla Sky, put her in Jerry Maguire instead of Renee Zellweger. What? what, what, what? Yeah. Where were Jonathan Lipnicki? How did that work out then? Huh? Huh? (laughs) Well, that would be an interesting family. Yes. Lipnicki, daughter, son of. Penelope Cruz. I wonder how Penelope Cruz would do at Zellwegering, which we established in the Jerry Maguire episode, is the three times Zellweger just pops up out of something with her <laughs> eyes open wide, like a gopher. Because she does it thrice. And then it would be even more confusing in that Vanilla is... Sky, because Renee Zellweger and Cameron Diaz would both have blonde hair and blue eyes. Oh, so you're saying Zellweger would be yeah, Sophia. Yeah. yeah, just trade them out completely. That's interesting. Huh. Huh. There, there, I just, I don't, I, I feel like that's a very Cameron Crowe specific cruising together. But I think, uh, I think J- Jason Lee shows up at that party with Renee Zellweger. Nobody's so impressed. And Tom Cruise <laughs> says, very nice to meet you. 
Come on, Zellweger's adorable. Yeah, but but she's not magical like Sophia. Yeah, he's gonna I say see. Jason Lee. Nice, nice job. Good luck, yeah. buddy. If Renee Zellweger was in it, it really would be like chasing Amy because she looks just like that other girl. That that's true. That is true. It would be like yeah. Cameron Crowe. You know what? Chasing Renee Amy. Zellweger. Chasing Sky. combined with with Cameron Diaz equals, equals Joey Lauren Adams. Yes. <laughs> Except in the transformation, their voice gets completely ruined and becomes Joey Lauren Adams' voice. <laughs> well, like, you, 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 whenever you make a transformation like that, or uh, whenever you, make, you create a, a human fusion that yeah, way, it's, you need to, you need, something suffers. Well, you need to use helium. That's right. Would they then for the, react, for the chemical reaction, and they probably had too much left over. <laughs> for sure. Would his publishing business be for comics then? Oh, now we're fusing, chasing Amy into the whole yeah, mix? Yeah, so let's just cruise control it. I mean, it's pretty close. And then in the end, Jason Lee can, you know, it is, boink. Well, it is pretty close. Well, <laughs> Tom Cruise's character doesn't actually create comics. He's a, a publisher that doesn't really pay any attention to anything. Until that one scene where he's got all the papers laid out on the floor. <laughs> then he's really on top of it. Literally. <laughs> Nailed it. Chris. Yes. What would you put... That was the nailed it. Yeah, yeah, sound I, understood, I understood that. How would you cruise control this thing? Um, well, I'm trying to remember back to the first time we recorded this, and so I remember mine. Should I do mine while you think? Well, I think I, I think I remember what I said. Okay, and it's a it's a bit of a cheat. Wait, now I don't remember what I did. Okay, keep going though. I think uh, I would have just had Tom Cruise doesn't get into the car. That's with right, Cameron Diaz <laughs> right. after he meets Penelope Cruz, and just says, "I'm no, thank you." I'm going to walk home. I or he had his own car. He wouldn't even have to walk. That's true. I'm, I don't even want to drive my car because I think maybe you put a bomb in it. I'm going to walk home. If memory serves, I think mine was I just didn't like the ending a lot. And I would have wanted to change the ending, but I don't remember specifying how I would change the ending. But something else that has nothing really to do with cruise control, but is re- it is reflective of last cruise control. Of of uh, the first time we stepped up to the plate with Vanilla Sky? No, of, of or the Mission last... Impossible 2. All right. My Cruise Control Mission Impossible oh, 2. Oh, yes. I took issue with Tom Cruise's hairdo, claiming that the hairdo in Mission Impossible 2 and the hairdo in Legend were similar, and that it wasn't shirtlessness or shirtlessness. Shirtlessness? Non-shirtlessness. Non-shirtlessness, which would be shirtedness, shirtedness. Yeah. We're not indicators of a bad Tom Cruise movie because we've seen great Tom Cruise movies where he's wearing a shirt the whole time. For example. For example. Uh, a Few Good Men. Yes. Thank you. So, well, because a lot of the other great ones, he takes his shirt off like Magnolia and Rain Man. So, I said on that last episode, that hairdo, I would cut his hair because that hairdo ruined it. But in Vinyl Sky, he has still similar hair to Mission Impossible 2 and Legend. But Vanilla Sky's pretty good. It's not great, but it's not a bad movie. I agree. Greg, what do you attribute Can then? I finish? Holy Hashtag cow. Ross Perot. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Hashtag Indecision 92. <laughs> so what I've now determined makes a Tom Cruise movie a bad Tom Cruise movie is the appearance of pigeons. Because there are pigeons all over Legend. 
and there are pigeons all over Mission Impossible 2. And I will now be paying attention moving forward. And I don't mean like a single pigeon, because this movie takes place in New York City. There are pigeons. Flocks. I'm talking about flocks of pigeons. A harem of pigeons. That's what they call groups of pigeons, right? Harems? I think uh, harbinger harems. Harbinger. Because I, I know what is There's a flock of seagulls. That's a thing. That's a group from it's the a 80s. a flock of geese. That's a group from the 70s. But a murder of crows. A murder of crows, which let's get out of. Let's, let's use that. Get out of all the things we're in. Let's get out of cruise control. And let's get out of eating crow. Give us the proudest and gayest and loudest of crows that you know. That was a murder of crows. Killed it. (laughs) Here you need the. It's not on the soundboard. From Transformers. Oh. The, the change in scenes. Yeah. I see. I think they added like a, a solid seven minutes of content to every episode. <laughs> Those scene, cha- scene yeah. changes? Or rather subtracted. I think you'd need a scene change yeah. thing. But that G.I. Joe didn't need it, right? Sure they did. Did they? I think they had scene changes. Jerry Seinfeld. Seinfeld had scene changes. Oh, yeah. Boom, 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 boom. You know, like that? Yeah. Friends always had like a little like guitar jangle. Dang like a house. Down. Yeah. Like that. Just and the Transformers one was a little bit longer. I don't think it was most. that much longer. Okay. Did you guys time that? That was uh, 1.35 seconds. All right, now time this. Oh, that was only 0.75 though. It's only half. It's like half. Let's be fair. The Transformer is a little more robust. I'll give you that. Robust. <laughs> plus, plus <laughs> excessive. I think an excessive use of those scene changes <laughs> makes it more like there's. There, you're going to get more of the da na 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 than you're going to get. So, so if you could go back, let's start at the start of Transformers. What would you add, and you know, to detract from those cutscenes? What would you add? Episode one. I don't even know if I understand the question. Okay, I would have given a little bit more spotlight. Jazz to to jazz. No, jazz did fine. Okay. I want to say Autobot Jeff. God, that (laughs) son of a. He got cut out of all the scenes. What did he transform into? Beard. A, sh- a shitty beard. <laughs> he, that was a transformer with just like five stray wires coming out of his face, and he's like, "I'm a, I got a beard." He transformed into a, a standard and, landline telephone. This was before. This was before cell phones. And Optimus Prime was like, "You can't call that a beard. That stray wires. Trim it or get out." <laughs> And scene. And scene. Hey, shall we top Tom this mess? Don't all answer at once. (laughs) Tippy top. Tom. Top Tom. Tom. Top 
Tom. Beautiful. New remix. Top Toms. Can anyone remember your Top Toms from two months ago? I remember mine. You go first. Do you remember yours, Stephen? I have a new one. Oh, if it wasn't the same. Oh, great. But you can go ahead. Mine was and remains because I loved it so much in Born on the Fourth of July. Tom Cruise dancing. In this movie, he's got a mask on the back of his head. He's completely blotto drunk. I also love every time Tom Cruise is drunk in a movie. And he is herking jerking all over the dance floor. And it's terrific. Jacked face and all. Tom Cruise dancing is my top Tom. Thank you. And good night. Mine was a little more specific, but still a part of that. The Tom Cruise mask that I would like to think he brought home from set. And it's just waiting to use that in real life. IRL. So your top Tom is the mask. Is the mask. (laughs) All right. That mask had to do a lot of emoting. Not as much as he did as a fine actor. Because he is. I don't care what anybody says. The guy can act. He's good. Chris Jeruso. What's your top Tom? <laughs> I can't remember what it was. What is the it first now? time around? This time around, I got nothing. Come on, make something up. All right. I like the part where Tom walks over to Penelope Cruz's house. Yeah. After his face was jacked up. Right. And uh, she answers the door, and he says, Sophia? And she says, yes. And he says, I have some flowers for you. And he offers her some flowers. And then she takes the flowers and throws them in her in his face. And then he just collapses in a heap, and he's just crying. And I really felt for him. Yeah. And it was a very heartfelt scene. That was heavy. That was my favorite scene. Solid top Tom. Favorite, my favorite Tom. That was my top Tom. Carly? My favorite top Tom. Yeah, I want your favorite top Tom. <laughs> the top is. I do not want your fifth favorite top the Tom. tippity top. Yeah, the tip top Tom Tom. Is when he's spinning around in a circle in Times Square. Oh, the big, yeah, the beginning. Empty Times Square. Yeah, and then he explains like, oh, I'm so tired of all this vanilla sky. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's, it's all vanilla. Wait, wait, does he, does he start running? He gets out of the car, does he start running? Yeah. Yeah. That's another, that's another movie where he runs. Yeah. I want to see David race against. Can I say something awesome about Tom Cruise? Ethan Hunt. Tom Cruise is. I don't know if this is the appropriate form to do that, Greg, but since he's, since you insist, go right ahead. Tom Cruise's Twitter profile. Uh-huh. Tom, if anybody's paying attention, is it at Tom Cruise? At Tom Cruise, and at Cruise and Show follows one person, and that is at Tom Cruise. <laughs> His Twitter bio says, "Actor, producer, running in movies since 1981." That's his Twitter bio. That's running gold. In, running in movies. Running in movies since 1981. Well, 81 was that? Was that? Uh, I think that was burn the house down. I think that was burn the house down. And he's running at a soccer game. Yeah, so it's true. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying he knows what he's all about. He ran. He must have run in taps can at I, some point. Can I ask, Greg? Of course. Yes. Do you think he was born to run, baby? <laughs> baby, was he born to run? He is dumbstruck. <laughs> I'm gonna say yes. All right, that's top toms. Oh. <laughs> 
So now I do remember the last time we did this. We did some other bits and baubles. Should we bother doing those again? Uh, well, what do you got for us? Let's explore. Well, I do like playing this game. Thanks a lot. Which is uh, Hanks a lot, where it has been. Thanks a lot. Played again. I love it so much. Where hey, this is round two. Yeah, the 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 game has generally been. Uh, what role would you cast Tom Hanks in? Okay, I remember what I said. Okay, he would be Kurt Russell's role of the right the psychologist McCabe. Yeah. I think I agreed with that. Yep. Done. Steven. The Jason Lee character. That's Brian. Right, that is what you said, right? Yeah. Yeah. His writer friend. His writer friend. Mm-hmm. Huh? He'd say, he would say, uh, I, I can't, I can't believe. Oh, he's doing it as far as come? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Who else can you imitate? She, like, what other she's Tom my dream girl. She's my dream girl. I don't know. Uh, 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 Josh Jenna, Baskin. Tom. Jenna and Julie Gianna. Yo, I can't believe you spent the night with Jolie again. Could have been like, I'm the captain. Could have been like, I'm the captain now. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but he doesn't say I'm the captain now. I know well, that's that. The re- that's the response that he should I give. know that. Yeah, he's like, that guy says, I'm the captain now. And then Tom, Tom, Tom Hanks says, Tom Hanks says, I was the captain then. Tom, and it's like a Sesame Street oh, no, Tom Hanks says, no, I am. Just because you're, you're just a pirate. And then he says, I know you are, but what am I? I'm the captain now. No, Tom Hanks wouldn't say, no, I am. He would be like, no, we all are. You are the captain. And in that you movie, are the captain. which I have not seen, he's got a Boston He would accent. sing La Bamba and then race to the part Wait. where he says, soy capitan. La Bamba from Conan O'Brien's band? No, La Bamba, the song sing it. by... Uh, 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 well, there's two. The original and the cover. Well, let's go with the original. Richie Valens? Yeah. Or Los Lobos. Either way, that's the song. Right. Soy Capitan. Yeah. Soy <laughs> Capitan. Oh, Stephen, please pass the mic to Carly. Hopefully we can get an encore. Soy Capitan. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Yeah, thanks a lot for that. That was terrific. I mean, if you ask me, I say terrific. If you're asking me. Okay, what are the what are the bits do we have? That was it. That was it? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. All right. Well, good night. Wait, and I have a luck. question. I have a question. Yeah, what? yeah, question, question. What does vanilla sky mean? It was like a painting, right? A reference to a painting? What? Was it a Monet painting? I thought or it was because it was only white people in the whole movie. Well, that could be it. Is there only white people in the whole movie? I mean, yeah, I think so. Except for Penelope Cruz, who's uh, Mexican. She's Spanish. She's Spanish? Yeah. She's not Spain. Mexican. She is Blanca. Is that it in Spanish? I don't know if she's... I don't know if... She, I mean, I guess she has... Uh, she. Would you say Latin descent? Is that the way to go? I would say Spanish. Spanish? Yeah. Latin is usually like if Latin only America. only we can figure out exactly how to nail this down. Greg, <laughs> what do you think? I'm going to say she's Spanish from Spain. Okay. Possibly from Barcelona. Now, would you... Is that considered white? It's certainly European. It's European. Hey, what are you doing in the bathroom? You go in the, before you go in the bathroom, you're, you're American. And <laughs> after you come out of the bathroom, you're American. So but what yeah. are you when you're in the bathroom? So European. Like, Get are it? French Classic. people you, European? Or are they, French people what, are also are, European. Do they count as white or they're not white because they're European? What, what, okay, okay, okay. What about English people? 
Are they? They're not. They're white. also European. They're just European. Like remember the beginning where you were like, "What nationality is Tom Cruise in this movie?" Uh-huh. And we said American. Uh huh. Not, not European. Not European. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that means white, but not not like the white, uh, like a white American. Like he's real southern, like a redneck. Who? <laughs> Who's a southern like a redneck? <laughs> he's a like a redneck <laughs> from the <laughs> south. <laughs> Let's hear some more from this character. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I've just genuinely, I'm, I've, I feel like I've been like vanilla was, sky. I, I felt like we were seconds away from this character guaranteeing something. <laughs> I feel, guaranteeing. Oh, hold on. <laughs> a Cajun, a Cajun spirit has arrived. <laughs> Hey, Cajun man. Cajun spirit, not Cajun man. Are you, first of all, are you a ghost? From New Orleans. From New Orleans? Oui. Oh. Oui, oui. Speaking French. That's legit. French ghost from the bayou. <laughs> <laughs> Holy smokes. Only as much French as uh, Gambit spoke in the 90s X-Men cartoon. <laughs> Which is we? Oui? We oui and Cher. Mon Cher. How about the petite? Yeah, how about petite? Mm. Mon petite. How about, bonjour. <laughs> Ça va. Yeah. And uh, whatever French there was in the Muzzy commercials. from a what? What's a Muzzy? I don't remember that. No. It was a learn to speak another language with Muzzy. All right. Explain. Start from the beginning. It was just an infomercial that was on Nickelodeon in the late 80s, early 90s for okay. a big purple character gap. to teach kids like German or Spanish or French. And what was the French word? Ça va. Which means what? Okay. Oh. <laughs> That's an important word to know. I'm trying to think of the modern equivalent to that. It's something rose, right? Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone. <laughs> That's for adults, though. This was for kids. Rosie Stone. Yeah. What's her yeah, story? But Rosetta Stone is for those same kids who grew up. It's right. 20 years still ago. Still haven't learned. Her muzzy didn't work. Yeah. Yeah, Muzzy. Uh, what if it's the same exact technology muzzy was like rebranded it hooked on phonics of a a foreign language so it worked for some people yeah muzzy worked for me (laughs) (laughs) brian regan hooked on phonics phonics. work up for me we cannot we cannot we cannot. We cannot devolve into just we doing cannot. bits by famous comedians. <laughs> devolve into doing bits by famous comedians. I will not allow it. I will not allow it. Best X-Men character from the 90s cartoon TV show. First of all, wow. I, <laughs> wow. everything about that was amazing because I suspect that was intended as a question. But there was no tone. That... that I'm going to let that be a statement Carly just made with no, <laughs> just there's no prompt. She just wanted to say those words in that order. <laughs> Best X-Men from the 90s cartoon. <laughs> Period. Did she say character at any point? Yeah, I think so. No. Yeah. Best X-Men character from the 90s cartoon. Okay. And then that was it. It was like an ellipsis. <laughs> just let it hang. I didn't watch enough of that cartoon to have any response to that. Yeah, I don't have any like specific attachments to one of those characters. I remember being like, I remember getting excited. Morph! 
Morph. That was a, that was what I was gonna say. It's Morph because that character was so influential, despite only being a hero in the very first episode and a villain later on. That anyone that does not actively read comics believes that Morph existed before the cartoon and has always been there. I know what you guys are thinking. I get to take him home at night. <laughs> take him Tom Cruise's character. Tonight. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise morphed. In Vanilla Sky. You almost said Com 2s. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of what happened to Morph in the cartoon, because he got shot by the Sentinel, yep. and he got jacked, but he's a shape changer, so he could back jack, too. Exactly. Man. And then you didn't know what was up with him when he showed up again. You were like, "What's? wait a minute, what? And then he was in a wheelchair. And then it was like, maybe he killed Storm, or maybe he killed Jean Grey. You didn't know. Yeah, I don't remember the specifics. With the same, well, how did that play out, Stephen? Did he or did he not kill one of those characters? Turns Follow-up out there was there was gives a, a crap. There was a glitch in his. There was hey, a glitch I tried in to his X gene. Tom Cruise in the Vanilla Sky. Yeah, Tom Cruise. Yeah, there was a glitch in his X gene, and they had to call tech support. Who would win in a battle, Morph or David? Is that that's his name, right? David Ames. Yeah. Well, right, Chris. Well, what Answer this question, please. Who'd win in a battle <laughs> between Morph and David Ames? You mean Morph from the 90s X-Men cartoon animated series on Fox in the early 90s versus David Ames, the character from Vanilla Sky played by... Played? Played. Blade? Blade. Blade. Blade by Wesley was, Snipes. Was Blade on the X-Men cartoon? Or was he on the Spider-Man? He was on Spider-Man. Chris, answer David the Ames question. from the Vanilla Sky movie. Who'd win in a fight? I have to ask for clarification. What kind of weapons are they using? Thank you. We'll see you all again. Sleep tight. <laughs>